0: Live from the Snuggly Duckling, this is Durrell Trains of Thought. Right, Tim, this is um, both pleasant and frightening it
1: is it's a very interesting um, mixture here like at the one hand I feel a little scared for my life but on the other hand I, I really I, my toes are tapping I'm having a really good time I know so. this is
0: I, I'm ambiguous about this this place yes
1: <laughs> ambiguous that's something that we're not usually in reaction to uh, our podcast locations
0: <laughs> no that's true it's
1: usually really cool or really uh, this one's sort of in between yeah this yeah yeah we'll, we'll see how it pans out. it definitely has atmosphere Yeah no question and about we'll that. take that yeah um, although if nothing else I wish, wish we had some cleaner plates or that some of these beverages were non-alcoholic
0: yeah uh. well might be an interesting podcast
1: yeah so. <laughs> true <laughs>
0: So, uh, how did your ski trip go this year, Nick? My ski trip went pretty well. We didn't have much snow, but we had enough that uh, we could go down one or two hills. Oh, yeah? Um, which was fun, because we did that, and we hung out of the cabin, and it was it was a good time all around. Cool, how cool. How about your Christmas?
1: Oh, Christmas and New Year's are both quite fun. Got together with some friend, well, some of uh, family and my sister's. In-laws, boyfriend, it's confusing right now. (laughs) Uh, uh, Significant others. Significant others. Thank you. That's a better term. And we played, got some board gaming in, so that was good stuff. You should have brought them to the Snuggly Duckling. I should have. I feel like they would have fit in better here. (laughs) Uh, Or at least, you know, distracted us in case, distracted the others in case things get a little too out of hand. Yeah. I know where the exit is, so I'm set. Good thing to know.
0: Well, should we go ahead and start our uh, story school? Let's do it. thought today, one thing that influenced a lot of stories, especially a lot of stories nowadays, are multimedia. I mean, books aren't necessarily, but there's most movies and plays and audio dramas, et cetera, et cetera, internet, flash movies. Uh, And a vital part of that is music. And as you may know, we like music here at um, Doral Turns of Thought. That's right, Zach. This is the episode you've been waiting for. It's the all soundtrack episode, 24-7 soundtrack. (laughs) ah
1: Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I lost my mind and went to it, <laughs> turned into a DJ for a second.
0: <laughs> Top 40. Okay. Um, but anyways, not really. Music adds a lot to a story. So um, I think we'll start talking about first music as story, you know, just by itself.
1: Oh, just the the form. Yeah. Because music itself has a form that can be very similar to storytelling. You know, you've got your themes, you've got conflict, resolution. All uh, I that.
0: mean, this whole act, the whole act of music is theme and resolution or conflict and resolution, dissonance right. and. Consonants. Um, there we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, and then the most famous easy example. You know, they teach kids with things like Peter and the Root Wolf, yes. which is a story with different instruments standing for different things, and
1: yeah, and basically the you know, different themes for each of the characters. On yeah, that kind of, sort of. Even a more on a more abstract level, though, because I remember hearing like way back when. I probably got paraphrase this all wrong, yeah. but Wynton Marsalis, Marcell- the jazz trumpeter. Okay, some educational thing, just kind of talking about how and I never really thought about music theory in this form before, but how it, you play with this idea, in the fr- like in the beginning of it, and then the middle part, especially in jazz, yeah. this is very prevalent, then you like explore the musical idea in all kinds of ways, and that's, you know, sort of like
0: your The middle of your story, where you introduce the characters and they do stuff.
1: Yeah, they do stuff, and then at the end, it comes into some sort of resolution, some sort of return back to the central idea of the theme.
0: And I think composers and, and jazz musicians, people who have a sense of the bigger picture music, can play with the notes and the themes and the instrumentation in a, in a very story-based way. I mean, the Romantic era that followed the Classical era basically tried to move into this, we're going to try to make you feel motion through the music... They got much more to the symphonic poems and stuff like that. Yeah. And th- that's why whenever
1: I go to a symphonic
0: concert yeah. or, you know, an
1: orchestral concert, I usually find my mind wandering. Because even though I'm enjoying the music yeah. and I'm enjoying, you know, where it's, it, it just naturally tends to lead my mind to go exploring in these, because I think like a storyteller, yeah. a lot of times I, I hear the music and my mind tends to kind of go with the flow of that. And then I start kind of, Thinking less about
0: points and count—well, not that I really know music theory that well anyway, but that's kind of just where I tend to lead. Yeah, and I mean, as I've mentioned in podcasts before, music often I use as a way of coming up with stories. Mm -hmm. Um, And like Fantasia is, you know, is famous basically for taking a piece of music and finding a story to tell with it. Now, I guess that's where things start falling apart for most—the comparison between music and story is that a piece of music, the story is much more abstract. That yeah. Fantasia, if they did it every year whatever, like, Disney wanted them to, they could do the same piece with different stories numerous times. Yeah, that's true. Because even though the ideas are there, you know, there's universal feelings, universal kind of tensions, it's not specific.
1: Yeah, usually. I mean, in Fantasia, even that varied depending on the uh, piece. Yeah. Some of them had dancing hippos yeah. and stuff like that which or, who would
0: I mean it's a great thing to go with it but, but it's the, not necessary to go with it
1: right right whereas some of the like earlier ones in both both versions of Fantasia yeah. they have they do extremely abstract that's true which yeah. even I think the Fantasia two thousand one has more of a narrative than the uh, the original the original yeah yeah but yeah, that's just the,
0: once you pin it down to a specific thing, you lose some of the abstractness of like, it. Like, everyone knows Imperial March, or most people do. My my, yeah. my daughter hums it all the time now. I introduce it to her. She's like, yeah, the breakfast is like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, <laughs> Renny, you're awesome.
1: Um, so that's funny, though, because she doesn't even like, probably associate it. Once you know it's associated
0: no. with an evil empire, then you think, oh, dark, evil, ominous. I mean, she knows it's Darth Vader's theme, but uh-huh. she's watched like half of the New Hope and that's <laughs> not it. <laughs> um but I I was interviewed. I like to try to introduce some things I and mean, Rennie's very musical. But anyways.
1: Well, it, didn't you used to like dance with Theo to uh Doctor Who?
0: Doctor Oh Pooh yeah, he loved time. Doctor Who. Now I'm like, Theo listens to Doctor Who. She's, he's like, Dad, I don't like that anymore. <laughs> he's six. <Like>, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm over that Dad. I'm over that. Come on, Dad. Now I'm all about he has this uh this Christian city he loves listening to and dancing to okay. um, it just moves around. <laughs> But anyways, everyone knows, you know, it's very much connected. In movies, you know, you connect a piece of music to ideas. Mm-hmm. But it's very possible that if Imperial March had been written without the movie, mm-hmm. we might have different conceptions. We'd probably still have this sort of powerful force. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> um, but not necessarily stormtroopers and white. It and... wouldn't necessarily have to be evil necessarily. I mean, it would have to be overwhelming, but I don't know if that's the same thing. It could be a force of nature or that's, something.
1: That's an interesting question. Like, I wonder if you took Beethoven's Fifth, the dun-dun-dun-dun, yeah. yeah. and, and originally associated it with, like, a villain, like, if people wouldn't
0: always associate it with villainy. Yeah, because for now, I mean, for a while there, it was in um, The Longest Day. You ever seen The Longest Day? Isn't that what it's called, about the uh, D-Day, the old movie with, like, um... Okay. Yeah, I don't remember if I have or not. But anyways... The the dun-dun-dun-dun the is connected to the letter V in Morse code, I guess. Oh, okay. So it's like vi- victory and stuff. Oh, interesting. So, so there is association
1: there if you're familiar with that yeah. story. Yeah, it's it played at
0: the beginning of that movie and stuff like that. For my, I haven't seen the whole movie, but from my memory, that's all right. the connections.
1: Well, and that, that brings us. There's also that uh, connection sometimes that people bring in when, like, it's sort of the opposite of what's going on. Like if you're using a beautiful, like a haunting melody,
0: except in a very eerie setting. Yeah. Like, uh... like every promotional for the end of series, <laughs> like you know, Lost, the uh, Catch a Star, Falling Star.
1: Yeah. Or for for a little while, Disney was doing that with with uh, some of theirs. Like the uh, Age of Ultron was oh, doing yeah. it, There are no strings on me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I half expected when they were going to do Star Wars promos, it'd be like some <laughs> creepy version. <laughs> of when you wish upon a star. I, maybe they'll still yeah. do that for Kylo Ren some point. That'd who knows? <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you wish upon a Vader. Or like um, in,
1: in horror movies, they love to play with the music box. The, you know? the music
0: box, it's, it's very beautiful, but it's also... It's so tinny and not by quite itself, right. And, it yeah, just, it's
1: it's kind of sad sounding. It's, sad, it's, it's it,
0: melancholy.
1: It, yeah. It's like one of those things you turn it one way and it's it's pretty. You turn it another way, it's like, oh, this is very kind of blue. But that's an example of of music that's like also within the. the well, we're getting ahead of ourselves.
0: Real quick about the juxtaposition thing. Um, sometimes it works, you know, they'll do the opposite of play role, happy song with something horrible happening. I would have to bring in the balloon five. I love the scene from. Um, the rocks cry out, no hiding place. I think that's the name of the episode. And uh. basically, there's this gospel choir singing, and they they intersperse video of the Narn basically stoning Centauri. Yeah, um, and it's like, <laughs> I remember it. it. I mean, it's been years since I've seen that scene, and it's it's a pretty memorable scene. Or uh, the f-
1: the famous Evangelion one where you're doing Ode to Joy when you're in the b- middle of a fight. With like the, the last fight. Yeah, final fight. Well, at least in those TV series. Yeah,
0: in TV series. Yeah. <laughs> when you're like a room filled with blood, literally. And yeah, and then, and then they just hold the last couple of notes while he's like, what's going to happen? Then he pops his head off and or something or crushes him or something. Yeah, very memorable. Very memorable. And th- I guess that's why you, you – Music seeps into people. Yes. I mean, it
1: just it's like, you know, because sound is one of the senses and, you know, yeah. it just like smell is very memorable. Yeah. Like how you remember a certain place that you used to visit or whatever. Music and sound is, is very key to memories. And sometimes you get that too, like, say, flashback sequences, yeah. especially if like in the in the story, there was some sort of a music box again or, or something a playing. Or Casablanca. Oh, Casablanca. Yes, Casablanca. Yeah, let's go ahead and we can okay. go into a little bit. We'll come back to the theme because I don't think we've yeah. touched on the theme as much as we went to. Um, but sometimes in movies, the music is not just the soundtrack. It is a part of the story. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Casablanca is an example of that. Like, say, as time goes by, play it for Sam. Play yeah. as time goes by because it referenced uh, a previous time in their life.
0: So then the music becomes a plot point. Mm-hmm. It's, it's part of the story. Yeah. Um, Close Call is the third kind. I mean, the movie cannot exist in its current form without music yeah. inside the film. That's how they communicate with the aliens. Yeah,
1: and that's which is interesting, you know, concept there too.
0: Universal m- language.
1: Yeah, basically. I mean,
0: it's, a, it's. I mean, it's the kind of math.
1: Yeah, you can watch a movie from that's from a completely di- different language, and the music will still communicate to you. you yeah, know, in in that in that way. So it's it's a very interesting tactic uses also from Casablanca I should throw in too. There's that wonderful scene where like all the Germans are trying to sing this German national anthem basically or Nazi something. I, I forget what they're trying to sing. But you know they're in a, what was originally a, fr- a French colony or, or whatever and so everyone else starts everyone else in the restaurant starts singing this the, the french national anthem and and basically drowning out all yeah. the nazis and it becomes a very powerful like kind of we will persevere sort of moment and you know just music being part of our culture or you know yub nub <laughs> yes ewoks yes, that, <laughs> that, that is that is true I think you just completely diffused my uh
0: <laughs> your very meaningful point. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you, Nick. I will tell you though, probably many people remember yubnub as the Casablanca thing. <laughs> probably badly. They're like, no, thank goodness he took that out. No. See, I like that. No, I love I love the yubnubs, but. <laughs> okay, a completely unrelated story. But I remember middle school, you know, middle schoolers do things, but we were on the, some sort of trip. And my my friend and I we we had our Star Wars soundtrack because we're cool middle schoolers, <laughs> um, and so we like called the girls' room and just play yub Nub into their phone. We thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were pretty cool guys back then. Wow, you were
1: you were quite a rebel back we then. were My rebel,
0: <laughs> you know. I think I. Why re- nerdy? <laughs> Seriously,
1: I think I remember hearing that uh, it translated in some other language as to a, it smells like cereal here. <laughs> I don't know if there's any truth <laughs>
0: yeah. to that. All right, b- back to the, the case at hand, the point. <laughs> yes, whatever it is.
1: Yes. Well, we were talking about how music is a universal language. And one thing that I think we kind of, we talked a lot about how people identify with things, but yeah. but there's also something to that as a universal language in that in a soundtrack, it's really conveying the a character's emotions really well. It's a, it's in crucial. Like if you take out the, the, the music in a movie, yeah. oftentimes you're left with something completely wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that's right, because movies can't get inside people's thoughts very easily. I mean, there's ways around it, you know, but music's certainly a huge one. I remember uh, Michael Giacchino, no, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Hughes saying that Michael Giacchino, you know, the composer for The Music of Lost, said that when the writers said whenever they thought their scene didn't work well, at least the music saved it. <laughs> you know, they're like, it works because the music carries the weight of a scene they didn't think worked.
1: Yeah, and and I've heard of some editors, I don't know how professional level, but I know some will actually use some, some music they don't intend to use for yeah. the actual product, some filler music, just so they make sure the emotional beats are working because if they're just editing the scenes, you know, these very dramatic scenes and it's dead space, basically, sometimes you're not sure if it's working. And then other times, you know, if it's, Sometimes a director has very purposely planned for a scene to not have music, and that yeah. can be very effective too. Yeah, um, it just depends on you know your situation.
0: Because books, you know, books don't have music. I mean, I guess there's this thing called book tracks that will let you put music with your ebook. Really? Yeah.
1: So like you can re- be recording your book and having like
0: audio, like no, music no I in think the you're reading your-, your book and the author, or you can have these royalty free things that play at certain scenes, and it read it kind of ch- turns the pages for you and. Oh, so it's so, like a, so you have
1: to like say like how fast soundtrack. you you have to say how fast you read basically,
0: yeah. and then it kind of. I think okay, I've not messed with it much. It's it's an interesting experiment, huh? I think here's the thing with books that are different than movies is that books can, in theory, get inside people's heads, and the language is the music, I guess, if I can be so poetic. Yeah. Um, that a good book needs to have the language convey the emotion, the the beauty, the you know these things that really stick with you. Um and movies use visions for that, but it's not the same as a word because it's a whole that's yeah. a whole bunch of things. You have five senses and when you're reading in many right. ways. So that the music's it's different but I think of the same use as books have. Right.
1: as good as as an actress Jennifer Lawrence is she can't communicate everything that's running through Katniss's head 50 yeah. miles an hour, you know, in just a look. You need some—basically, the music is sort of a, a shorthand into,
0: well, to any, get any of it. in a horror movie or something, you know, something's happening and then the, the music turns sour and you're like, oh, something's bad, you know. Yeah. Or something bad just happened, even though it might be just a normal line, suddenly the music turns an evil shade to it. Right. Or vice versa. Yeah.
1: And music is ideal for, say, montages when you mm-hmm. have a long passage of time. You know where we're going, yeah, right? Up here, <laughs> you know, everyone remembers up large. I mean, the the visuals are beautiful, but the musical score just absolutely sells that sequence.
0: Yeah, because you can't communicate that to that depth without the music. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can try, but it just the music adds like it's like the the what binds it all together. I guess it's yeah, the sinew. Yeah.
1: That's again, Michael Giacchino, ladies and yeah, gentlemen.
0: Yeah, yeah, good guy. I mean, in movie things, I mean, obviously the people, John Williams, the best. Well, John, the modern. The modern- King now, of the, of the yeah. themes that you really did find. You know, you can listen to soundtrack like, oh, yeah, that or this or, you know.
1: Yeah. I think just about anyone working in soundtracks nowadays owes a huge deal of debt to John Williams. Or at least they've been taught, they've learned stuff, stuff from him. From, like, I know Michael Giancino has yeah. Hans Zimmer, I believe. Yeah. But John Williams is still the king in terms of actually having themes. And then there's <laughs> a
0: lot of those people coming up, you know, the Inception you know that yeah. that is a lot of uh, drama that would not be if you just have this van falling.
1: Interesting for, though, that's another case of the music coming from the story too, because they use that. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they use that to basically wake themselves up.
0: But then, oh, but then they use because I mean, it's way down the levels. Yeah, and of, then yeah.
1: way down the levels, they at certain level you're not. Unless you're reading up on the stuff, you probably don't realize that, you know, what's, what the composer is doing. Yeah. But they're using the same theme that they were using from the story earlier.
0: Yeah. It was cool stuff.
1: Yeah. But – was- um, this is kind of backtracking a yeah. little bit. But I wanted to make sure we hit it. Um, another interesting case of music conveying the emotions, I know you said before, is like, like early Final Fantasy games. Oh, yeah.
0: In video games. Yeah.
1: Because you got these very little characters on the Super Nintendo screen that you're trying to convey really powerful
0: emotions with, and you got to depend on the soundtrack. Yeah, there's no other way to do it at that point, because this little 16-bit, character is trying to commit suicide or is just lost love of his life and you're just like okay he like this arm thing kind of moved or something but then uh-huh. there's this soundtrack and even in the in the 16-bit sound whatever the melody still works really powerfully oh yeah
1: and this is like way before anyone was really seriously considering video games as art or it's before we had you know nobu mastu was no- the john williams of the video game world he <laughs> yeah, ser- seriously is i think he really changed a lot of people's perspectives on what sort of storytelling you can do in a video yeah. game
0: and this way you know soundtracks are not quite as much fun to listen to on modern video games i i, I don't know that as well but they're different
1: yeah, it's a different beast.
0: Because they're they're more background because you have visuals that are basically movies, so you have more cinematic, less, like, melody-intensive, mm-hmm. melodically-focused soundtracks. The upside is, I guess, I wonder if, because there's certain games nowadays that
1: will emulate 16-bit graphics, except they're able to do it a little bit better. Yeah. Like, it, it, they're aiming to look like Super Nintendo. But they're except, not as, yeah. But they're actually, technically, they're better. They're improvements because the technology is improved. I wonder if people have done that with uh, 16, whatever, the 16-bit music, the soundtrack. Oh, I'm
0: yeah, I think they probably have. I, I
1: wonder if Undertale is an
0: example I, I bet it is. And, you know, there's a whole underground thing that do chip tunes and they just make things. Like, they only use Game Boy Sound chips and stuff. <laughs> look up... um Parallel Processing by Zeph and Dan Mulcanon. Genius album. They they rigged two Game Boy sound chips together, and they just rock out, and it's awesome. Cool. That's way off track. But um, <laughs> that reminds me. Oh, but mute video games, I I not thought of this, but I know I'm not, I'm not a lot of experience of it, but they do a lot more... Um. The music transitions much smoother. They go from one state to another state effortlessly, depending on what's happening on the screen. Now, mm. you no, know, it's not like we play it till we get to the next scene, and then we play it. It's there's this fluidity to the tone of the music. They, mm. you know, like there's different versions of the same okay. background, depending on how tense it's getting or how non-tense. And okay, yeah, no, that's true,
1: and that is that could be very depending on the. It's, it's a lot more. It's a lot
0: more subconscious. Yeah,
1: well, and like someone was telling me the other day that one of the new Xenoblade. Yeah. games. They're getting more into the sort of thing similar to what Chrono Trigger would do but on a much bigger scale of you can walk anywhere. You, there's no, like, loading screens, practically. <laughs> loading <It's>, screens. <laughs> but there's there's very little of, like, you just walk places. And and so I I would imagine, I haven't played this, but I would imagine that's something else. It's not, not just the, whether you're surrounded by a lot of enemies, but whether you're walking from this one field into the town
0: or to some other place, et cetera, et cetera, So it's interesting because music both has an unconscious, subconscious effect on you. And then there's times when the music is much more overt. I mean, obviously, like Imperial March, they yeah. want you to notice it. But there's a lot of background music that, if you're not one guy who listens to soundtracks on purpose, mm-hmm. you don't even notice it. You know it's there, but yeah. you're not really registering. And then you go back and like, oh, yeah.
1: That is there. And then I even, yeah, you don't even pick up on it sometimes. And that's, that's a whole different thing to... to uh the atmospheric sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 That's a very specific purpose. On the completely opposite end of the yeah. atmospheric thing, what about because we
0: should have at least talk about it here. What about musicals? Musicals, which is a whole different genre. I mean, at that point, music becomes part of the language, basically. And I guess, you know, we talk about music helping back up thoughts and emotions. In the musical, the music is the thoughts and the emotions. Yeah. I mean basically <laughs> they wear it on their sleeve. They're not trying to hide it. Right. Or or they're not trying to emote it. They're they're speaking it.
1: And it could take all different forms. I mean, your Disney movies are essentially like, well, depending on on which one, but a lot of them are basically a story. Then we'll break into the music section, yeah. and then back to story. Whereas opposed to your,
0: we got your rock operas, you know, like the housing. and the Erlewine Weber stuff, which is it, fascinating stuff. Dramatically,
1: yeah. some of them very little spoken words at all, like Evita or a Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm-hmm. Or- um, Opera. I'm trying. I was trying to remember how much, how many lines Phantom of the Opera had. I think,
0: yeah, I think it's mostly. Singing. It's most, yeah, and it's very interesting because there's there's a handful of central themes that get played up in different ways. You know the.
1: Mm-hmm. Ben, it makes for a much more using the classical term of romanticized yeah. story, romanticized music. It's all very verbose and very you know coming from your emotions. It, it, yeah, it's very a very emotional. it's a
0: very uh it's almost like a visual type of poetry.
1: Yeah. Or audiovisual. I mean Audiovisual, it, yeah. Yeah. Because Jesus Christ Superstar is certainly a much different take on I mean, it's I'm not sure how scriptural it is. It play but it's a good exploration of, of the a, of a very familiar story. Yeah,
0: it's it's largely like the human side of Jesus.
1: Yeah. 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 Which which Christians don't always focus a whole lot on, but so, there's definitely fertile ground there. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I love the I love the the guitar, guitar riffs for Judas and that thing. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. But I always just remember the the disciples. What's, what's the, the disciples? buzz telling what's me what's happening? happening? What's, what's the, the buzz? Yeah. Telling me? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's a that's a fun one. Or Godspell. Though, that's the, the whole different thing. I'm not as familiar with Godspell. Well, I know it was a no, big no, thing that, for that's, a while. That's like a, lots of words than breaking the song, or one. Oh, that's more like okay. a traditional musical. Okay. Yeah. Like, or like Le Miz, Le Miz is almost no talking. Yeah, that's very true. I don't, are there any lines in that? I can't think of any Very right now. few, I think. Very few. I think like
1: transitional lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you probably have like
0: transitional songs in there. It's like, it's not, it's like,
1: it's not the melody that anyone's going to sing by itself, but it's a Well, there's a lot story. of Les
0: Miz that's close to opera in the sense that like, it, yeah. it starts not being quite, I mean, it's music, but it's. It's not. not
1: real time, like, you wouldn't actually see Val John singing uh, Take Him Home, you yeah. know,
0: probably. <laughs> and that one, I mean, musical, I think good musicals, people love, because they really get deep in, I mean, again, music gets deep, and then musicals can, they're just so much larger than live. I love musicals, always inspire me creatively when I watch one, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh! Because they're just so big. Yeah, and sometimes we need that reminder that life
1: is bigger than we yeah. usually we we like to categorize life as neatly as possible. Maybe, sometimes never, you just
0: need to like let it all out. <laughs> I just I guess I never even thought about music really does just make things bigger. You know, like the motions. The you know, I mean that's not a huge revelation, but I guess it's just striking me as being. You know, we talk about it shows us thoughts, but it also just. It makes it larger than life, which is what stories need to do in many ways to communicate normal things.
1: That's a very good point because a lot of times if you're looking for, I don't know, the artsy or the, the stories that tend to be much more kind of real life or kind of, you know, internal to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, there's that's a whole different style when you're having very minimalist soundtrack. Yeah. And, you know, that which tends to make life feel sometimes smaller than it actually is but i mean it has its own purpose i yeah. mean stranger than fiction while it has a nice musical so- sound sound yeah. to it is also not lame is yeah. <laughs> in terms of you don't need every story to be quite that huge
0: yeah. 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 in terms yeah. Yeah. of yeah. Yeah. musical just, sound. Just, it just amplifies yeah i mean that's kind of i guess one of its uses mm-hmm. it's very nice for that you know in, in radio dramas it helps amplify what's going on you can't see anything <laughs> that's true so
1: all right. Well, we've covered a lot of ground. Is there anything we missed? I'm sure there is,
0: but there's uh That's all I got right now.
1: <laughs> so, if nothing else, you can. If you're just a writer, you can always do what you do, Nick, and listen to music for your inspiration.
0: Well, I know people like uh, I. I do it sometimes, but I know Nathan or for Nathan, he'll make a soundtrack. I think Laura does the same thing. Yeah, she'll she make to... a soundtrack for. They're like, this is what the sound I'm going for in my writing. Uh huh. And do I don't do it very often. Occasionally, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, I know she likes to do mix,
1: like triple from all kinds of art artists and stuff
0: like that. Because then you're amplifying your yeah. own, what you want to say, and the whole, then you're hoping it comes out in what you're writing. Right. Which is much more likely, you know, from head to pen. <laughs> when I wrote Kalia, uh, The Wells Orphan, which for you who may not know, that's a Children of the Wells book that's very in- internal, very intense in a person's head. I had a, sound, a particular song I listened to a lot because... I had to get in touch with this sort of, uh
1: Is that in her self-loathing and whatever? No, are, not
0: that one. I, I listened to a little bit of that one. But more than that, I listened to Everything Equals Nothing. Oh, okay. Which also sounds very Kalia. Yeah, it does. And it <laughs> sounds very much like her audio lead too.
1: Okay. <laughs> but yeah, art, music and story go well hand really well. And I guess even, I wonder how even, it probably goes back even to the beginning of storytelling, probably. I,
0: I would think a lot of the oral storytelling was probably told with a certain melodic sense.
1: Uh-huh. And, I, and I sometimes wonder if that's where the uh, like your more traditional churches
0: get that kind of reading of the scriptures and kind of the- well, I mean just interesting that churches have always incorporated music. It is important. You know important things are attached to music. Yeah. Not necessarily it's important so we're not going to sing it. No it's important so we're going to sing it. <laughs> it's the general sense of humanity and most I, from my understanding of history and yeah. how things go the important things get sung. I I remember
1: my uh, one of our communications and theater professors at Taylor Upland talking with one of the music professors or, or something and saying along the lines of like, Well your art is of the angels and all this stuff, and not us lowly theater people <laughs> who like are, you know, known for debauchery and lies <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. And it's you know, there's always been that respect for music, whether because of the Psalms or whether you know, there's Countless instances of songs and people praising God through music, and yeah,
0: and not and not just in the Christian realm either. I think. Oh yeah, I, well, I mean that's what we care about, but I mean, but there I are mean, other
1: religions that do it too. But
0: I think I think music people have always record important things in music. Yeah, <laughs> oddly enough,
1: <laughs> probably a lot of the. Well, do you think the Odyssey was? I mean, it was a poetry form.
0: I wonder. If I'm not it's sure it was. I don't know if it was song. I wouldn't be surprised it was sort of. Chanted, you not chanted, but you know some sort. I don't, I do not know, but I'm think I'm sure there's a lyricism to it. Yeah, probably. Okay, we're anyway we're we're rambling. So, so. go go listen to good music, and if you want your own good music, you can listen for this soundtrack. for uh, my soundtrack I decided to pick I really wanted to pick a Final Fantasy because almost every one of those have like an actual like music that takes place inside the game like it's happened um, but I thought I'd go to something different um, there's this game Machinarium Machinarium something like that about a robot who's trying to get get places into the adventure point point click sort of game but at one point there's this robot band he meets and they're all you, know, you gotta get back some of their instruments and clear stuff out and it's a, it's a neat little scene um, and then when they're done they play this song called the Robot band song or something like that.
1: Which, you know, that's that's the whole aspect we'd even talk all that much about. You know, we mentioned, like, the music that takes place during the story is, like, important to a character, but sometimes, you know, you just go to a carnival
0: or you meet a band in a cantina that's yeah, Exactly, jamming and around, it just... and it just works. Or, you know, um, some, some lady's singing on stage and ends up being the person who just is, wants to talk to the detective or something.
1: Did you ever see, there's a Justice League Unlimited episode where they're trying to to rescue Wonder Woman who's been turned into a pig for <laughs> reasons, and basically to get this one, there's this one magician that they need help from who runs a nightclub. In order to get her help, she convinces Batman to sing this, this blues song. <laughs> that's awesome. And <laughs> it's it actually really, really cool. But anyway, that's a complete side tangent. I'm sorry to distract you. So,
0: so, no, that's fine. So this is a radio band tune. I think it's, it's, bl- it's from the actual game. It's not a remix. Cool. By um, Tomas Dvorak. I believe is the composer's name. Anyways, this is free from Bandcamp, the EP for Machinarium, but the full soundtrack is certainly worth buying if you like this sort of style. Awesome, and you can find them on Bandcamp. Okay, enjoy. Back. Hopefully, you enjoyed our robot band tune. It was um, unique. It was, yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Nick, this is
1: this place is uh, they're getting a little ratty here, so we really need to move on. With, uh, it's a good thing we've got a
0: side room here at the Snuggly Duck. Yeah. So, okay. It's now time for It Came from the Interwebs. So this is the part of the show where uh, one of us comes up with something from the internet to show the other one. Normally, it's actually something Tim's found on in the corners of the interwebs. Well,
1: it, it doesn't always have to be a surprise, I guess. No, but,
0: but it works nicely as a surprise. It, it, like it, Jim Carrey's website. Yeah, basically. Or uh, like Sesame Street Fighter. Yes,
1: well, and as we all know, there's lots of creativity on the internet, especially yes. especially in terms of music. A lot That's of true. there have been some musicians who've become big that way. Lindsey Sterling, mm-hmm. Pentatonix, Justin Bieber. Although I think most YouTubers tend to disavow him. Um, <laughs> but there's also a, a time honored tradition on the internet of Taking songs in an unusual direction. Yes. Or like performing them in an unusual way. Yes. And so I've selected a bunch of these for you, Nick. Ooh. And so we're going to play a little game here where the trick is to see first off if you can recognize the song. Okay. And then second right. off, what have they done differently to the song? What have they to done, the have they they done to it? it. <laughs> what have they done to it? So. All right. Let's see. Okay. This is, this is a fun
0: game show part. Okay. Yeah. I like this.
1: All right. Ready? I, here's I'm the ready first on buzzer. Yes,
0: Here's the first one. X Files. Ah, very good. And it's
1: it's like what's different it's, it's, about it? Though? Well,
0: like the background archipelago, the archi- what do you what we call those things are different. And it's been moved. It's not near spooky. It's almost like it's almost like I'm on chariots of fire in X Files. Like I'm running across the beach, like yes, this is going to be very uh-huh. um, energizing and not scary. <laughs> very uh, much so. <laughs> it's not in a small town in Canada. It's it's actually a very friendly type of place, right? Yes, exactly. Like yay! It's like a little little kooky. It's like eureka.
1: Well, I can uh, tell you a little bit more of what they're actually doing.
0: Okay, here. yeah. What do they do? Then they obviously modulate it somehow. Well. It's actually being played in a
1: major key as opposed to a minor key. Oh, nice. It's done by a guy who on YouTube called Muted Vocal that's done a couple things like this. In
0: fact, it's kind of of fun in major key.
1: Yeah. Uh, Here's another one of another traditionally dark song that's... uh, Hey, we mentioned this one earlier. We did. This is like the bright, bubbly version of the (laughs) Imperial March. March. It's like...
0: That's awesome. It's like it's like your marching band version. It kind of is. It's like is like back home on Naboo. Uh, you know, like when everything is is well with the universe. This, 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 well, this is like like you have to honor of the Empire, but you really want to kind of just stick it to him So you play in a major key and like, ha-ha, you're not as evil as you thought. The, okay, this is kind of fun. They the, he calls it Vader's redemption. <laughs> this is very like. Um, like you, you'd hear like like in a Final Fantasy game when they like go to like the main city and the <laughs> you know like yeah airship theme or something like that. Ba- basically,
1: yeah. now it was funny you mentioned Chariots and Fire earlier because he also did a minor key version of oh, that. Oh really? Yeah. It starts off so- kind of the yeah. same, but it goes into this like. 80s horror yeah territory. i was gonna say
0: this this it's starting to feel like some sort of like Mr. theater movie uh, intro you know like <laughs> it's from the 80s and it's just going to be bad and have zombies in it
1: yeah it's just a uh, society's going wrong yeah it's dystopian it's, yeah so, something that uh <laughs> what was that robocop ripoff
0: uh, we watched um kung, Fu- no, not kung not, fury no not no no not kung oh, fury oh, uh um, the the Riff tracks. Thing. Oh, Rotor. Rotor. There That would be a perfect Rotor tour <laughs> um, soundtrack. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, dun, but anyway, dun, dun, dun. he, like he
1: does. This guy does some some like a uh, audiobook type stuff too. So if you're interested, muted vocal, aka Ian Gordon on YouTube. Nice. I like. I, I'm I'm enjoying this game. Out.
0: This is a good game. <laughs>
1: All right. So this next one is a little bit of a cheat, as the, it's actually a professional, established. Musician, yeah, but I'm still counting it because I don't think I would have ever found this if it hadn't been for the internet. Okay, actually, and that. I should say I should thank Laura Fisher for <laughs> putting her on her Tumblr. Tumblr is good for finding some very random, random stuff. stuff. Yeah, so and this is this is an example of that.
0: I'm gonna start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Queen and like, like Gypsy Rock, <laughs> something like that.
1: Wow, he has a very
0: specific uh, tone he's going for. You. Yeah, I can't, I can't quite. I'm no good at placing those things, but. <laughs> I'm enjoying it immensely <laughs> the um bop like it's like what Weird Al does with accordion sort of
1: sort of sort of but a
0: different ethnic style yeah. yeah
1: well here's here's the story about this guy this is actually Max Rabb. he's a German singer actually but also helps. Start up an orchestra, um, and he's known for basically 1920s, 1930s style music. Okay, Um, and he's done this sort of thing to some pop songs like uh, "Oops, I Did It Again," Spears, and I guess Salt and Pepper, and a couple other pop songs. But they also some actual standards from that period. So it's a really interesting sound. I like that. The the original post that I, I saw for it had uh, uh, Will Turner and Jack Sparrow like oh, yeah. in their in pa- first Pirates movie where he's like this is either madness or brilliance.
0: <laughs> See, I love people doing this, or so this is what the internet is made for. <laughs> I guess. Okay,
1: this one I can't remember. I might have actually showed you this video at some point. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't expect you to recognize the song, okay. Okay. but I think I still think you'll enjoy it.
0: That sound familiar. Would would be the style though. Okay, first off, let's see if you
1: can guess what the instrument what's the main instrument being played here. Oh. Some sort of stringed instrument. <laughs> well
0: yeah. Ukulele. <laughs> no, no. I want to see a hardcore ukulele strumming. <laughs> You're on the right track though. Um well, oh, really somewhat. Like banjo. Banjo, yes. Banjo. Okay. It is a banjo. And what
1: would you say the original genre is?
0: Hard heavy metal. Yeah, basically. That's nice.
1: Yeah, the the original song is called "Raging Blood,"
0: <laughs> and it's, it's on the banjo. That's yeah, awesome. Um,
1: done on the banjo. The uh, YouTuber is Rob Scallion, and he's he does he does a lot of guitar stuff. Actually, I'll let you see some of the video here, and you you can see he's like he he does a lot of like actual head thrashing here yeah. and that's, that's rocking on awesome. I'm going to jump ahead here at a bit of the song because yeah. I want you to see his buddy. Yeah. So yeah. he has so the crazy banjoing is awesome. And then they add in the spoons. 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 <laughs> nice. His buddy with the like he's that's like insane. he's the banjo player is in like overalls yeah. so and then like his buddy had like a straw hat at first but his uh, head thrashing is too intense to, to keep it up. That's awesome. And they're like they're really going at it. I think we need more heavy metal banjo. Yeah, I think that will be a thing.
0: I'm surprised there's not more of this on OC Remix. Actually, that, someday there will be. <laughs> yeah, I think more more heavy metal banjo will be genius. I mean, like a guitar hero where like seriously, just do that. <laughs> the, the, the ending spoons. Spoons is awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like so spoons as an instrument. I I it's not a it's not a genre of music I listen to usually at all, but that's well, just heavy metal banjo well
0: heavy metal in general <laughs> but death banjo okay <laughs> I uh. think that'd be awesome death banjo <laughs> alright just ah. alright you should recognize the tune of this but I'm not gonna give you any other, other sort of oh, expectations okay. Okay. here it's like reaching your hand in those things at Halloween to see like oh it's spaghetti but you think it's brains <laughs> yeah Oh, Gerudo. Yes. Yes. Zelda. Um, yeah, Zelda. Gerudo Valley. Valley. Yeah. I just always I always want to say Gerudo people That that's the first time I knew this song. But, oh. <laughs> um, but what is that? It's like in some I'm not sure what they're playing it on. Yeah. This is pretty electronic. I mean it's like it's this is a, smashed.
1: this is a very, very geeky one, I'll give you that sort of hint.
0: sounds vaguely familiar. not oh, familiar, but like, like I could possibly pay,
1: place it, but I don't think. I'll give you another hint. I don't yeah. know, I don't know if you'll be able to get it or not, but they're not
0: actually playing this live. Well, I figured it was some sort of electronic. Yeah, program. Thing, program. Yeah, like, like some sort of, you know, when they, they emulate Game uh-huh. Boy and stuff. Um, it's not a Game Boy though, is it? No, it's not okay. on a Game Boy at all, no. That, 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 Background thing sounds just that the edge it has, or that yeah, there's yeah, there's something
1: know. there that's tickling, it sounds familiar. Yeah. What is it? This is actually, I have no idea how he does this, but this is actually being played on a collection of floppy disk drives.
0: That is, that is utterly genius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like in the video, he there's actually. Eight disc, floppy disk drives gathered around the microphones, and somehow he is programmed—I'm guessing through MIDI or something—to basically for the drives to kind of go up and down. Will be—it has that kind of spinning, thinking—you know—that this blunt edge. Uh huh. I don't know how you would even think of doing it. He, he's not the only person who's done this. But, like, there's, I found a couple
0: people. Like, just, <laughs> it's madness or genius. Yeah, one it's of two. Again.
1: This, this particular one is done by a YouTuber called Sammy one am. I think as in Sam, I am. Sam, I am. Yeah. Um, here's, here's another one of his taking a more classical, uh, song. Dun, dun.
0: Oh, yeah, I mentioned holding on the king. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. you've been, you've been on the ball actually. <laughs> You know, it was interesting. Um, when I was at, uh, we went to Little Rock Arkansas for my brother's uh, mastership ceremony. Okay. They had a, trill- a science museum there, and they had one of those, uh, a giant, um, what do you call it? Tesla, Tesla coils. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they played songs on it.
1: Yeah, I, that was another one. I thought about bringing that one up. But it I'd was cool. I'm like,
0: it. man, that is awesome. Yeah. I was <laughs> I think they played Mario on it actually at one point. Okay.
1: I'm going to show you another. This is one that's in a similar vein, but um, different. Not
0: disc drives.
1: Not disc drives. Similar instrument. Um, okay, this first part's not actually. Oh, that's not like a. Okay, a, okay here's well, where it's the. Like the like cash register. This is actually the beginning of the song.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you call it? Hi, uh, the, the tiger. Yes. Yeah. I was, I, well, like Ryan the Kaiser, what? Um, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> uh, you, you should know this one very well. That's a. Uh, Is it adding calculator? Well, <laughs> no, but I meant oh, in terms I, of I, your I, writing I, yeah. program. Yeah. Dun,
0: dun. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. Yeah, it's the same very electronicy.
1: Yeah, it's something that's not really meant to be a musical <laughs> not meant instrument. To be instrument.
0: But why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is know. this
1: is another beast of outdated stuff too. Um, <laughs> unless you happen to be strong, bad I
0: suppose. <laughs> like <laughs> a combat, would life. love it. Like a Commodore 64. <laughs> it is actually
1: actually I'm check myself here.
0: A lappy. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the name? Man, that's nice though. Did, did you see the someone took one of those those uh those uh wind organs and did smooth criminal. Smooth what? Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. It no. It's the one where you poke the holes in, and you, you crank it, the crank organ. Oh, that's and they brilliant. Did, um, I bet you look it up, crank organ, smooth criminal. We might have to add that one. We might have to add
1: that one in there. Um, this is it's a dot matrix printer. Okay. Yeah, been.
0: we do have one of those, actually, at Honda. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I'm not surprised. Well, for contracts, for some reason, it's like the only thing that seems to work. Gotcha. That is awesome. <laughs> that is very fun. I'm really enjoying this section. Okay.
1: All right, so let's go on to the next one here. Um, <laughs>
0: Tim's shaking his head. I, uh, <laughs> He's like, I, I, "I can't even believe this happened. I, 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 I think we're working from normal to, to we're working from like normal to even weirder. <laughs> and normal being the, you know, the. the mo- this, is,
1: this is just classic internet that would even come up with this sort of thing. So here you go.
0: I, that sound I should know. <laughs> you may not know the song. I didn't know the song. I, 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 just, I recognize the song. I don't remember the. I don't. I don't know the title of it, but so I've the, heard it. But it, yeah,
1: it's some sort of like '80s yeah. type thing. Uh, so you don't know the
0: song at all, right? Well, I, I recognize it. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. you recognize? Okay.
1: It's, it's the name of the song is "Take On be by a Norwegian band called Aha. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's like the. It's like it's like we call like time out for a, a sporting game. What it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. It's an air horn. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Though that hurts a little bit. I just think this is this one is hilarious.
1: <laughs>
0: that reminds me. I know I should keep it, but um, one the youth Jared Prince uh, introduced me. It's supposed to be bad, but um. The I will I will go on from Titanic on the penny whistle, <laughs> it, it's hilarious. Uh,
1: but this one, um, this one was originally from SoundCloud. Okay. Uh, and the I think the original mixer was a guy called Stephen Couri, aka Gimpus. <laughs> Um But the trend, the internet trend here is air horns. Air horns, which is apparently a, a thing in certain. Why? Things. Why not? Now, there's a subculture for everything on the internet. <laughs> there is, I mean, and it's all meant to sound goofy. Yeah. Now, in my opinion, like, and I, and I listened through a few of these. Some of them, I think, the air horn gets a little too mixed. Like, it doesn't. For me, it didn't work nearly as well or nearly as funny. That was really was, nice.
0: That one. That was. <laughs> the that timing was is like yeah. comedic. Yeah. Um,
1: but sometimes they like layered them too, and it's like, man, eh, it just becomes a big mess. Yeah. So it works well when they like mix it in with the original song. And and there's a couple of different ones, but my the other only other one I think comes even close is the one to Hawaii (laughs) Five-O.
0: That's awesome! (laughs) Wow, man!
1: No, some of them are much more painful sounding. That's hilarious. This is a sort of, <laughs> I can play this late at night and I'll just be rolling around laughing. <laughs> that's great. Okay. But before our listener sanity, we'll, I'll, will stop it there. Uh, just so he has credit. That's from Ryan Berry on SoundCloud. <laughs> oh, okay. That's great. Okay, so this this is the last uh, composer, but okay. but I'll let you hear a couple different tracks. Okay, here we go. this one is much closer to what we typically sort of hear on it, um, but musically it's probably my favorite, um, one of my new favorite finds on here. So here you
0: go. <laughs> nice battle song Final Fantasy Seven. That kazoo. That is kazoo. Kazoo. This. Let me introduce you to Zuko.
1: G. I'm not sure what I'm saying is right. Zoom right. But you know, there's a YouTube trend of uh, the, uh,
0: the, the, the Brady Bunch kind of style with acapella. They do a lot.
1: Yeah, basically, the, the, a lot of versions of themselves. So this is one guy doing playing like a lot of kazoos. Right yeah. <laughs> and the, the the fun thing about this guy is not only are they very musically fun to listen to. But uh, he's just a lot of he's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, he does this Brady Bunch type thing a lot, but then he'll do a, he'll, he'll do some other variations here, which I'll show you no, that It bit. tells you how how
0: popular no Moon lost his music is that people go do kazoos of it.' for <laughs> no good reason? <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, the funny thing too about it uh, works really well actually in this song.
1: Well, kazoos he, he he's fine. I never knew kazoos had the range that they had until I found this guy, <laughs> honestly.
0: Um, they're professional gazoos?
1: Yeah, they're like metal ones apparently. Yeah. Like um, some of them. He lately he's been doing a lot from a game called Undertale. I don't...
0: Oh, that's that's a new like indie everyone loves it sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: basically, and it's very catchy. Um, but you know this this shows this one's apparently a lot fewer tracks, probably yeah. a simpler sort of song. Um, the interesting thing I found is that like on tunes that are like more. Like your eight bitty type things, the kazoo almost sounds like it is eight <laughs> bit. Like it doesn't actually add quite as much as you might think. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I this like one's that. just this is just kind of a catchy. This thing. is a, this is a very catchy. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm sure you'll see a lot more Undertale stuff on OC remix. They already have one. Yeah, I know they I saw they had one. Um, be, it's, yeah, it's like every, it's, everyone loves it. Yeah, but it's fun. Like this is fun, but it's also fun to hear him do like full on orchestral stuff. Yeah. Like, nice. <laughs> here's one from uh, Kingdom Keen- Hearts. Kingdom Hearts Two, the uh, Organization thirteen battle music. Oh,
0: that's nice. The big boss songs were really well kazoo for some reason. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, apparently this one had like twenty some tracks oh, when you when he mixed it. So I'm sure it was a beast to put together.
0: I mean, this is a, yeah, this is a thick, multi layered. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. See, that makes me that wish I could play Kazoo. <laughs> what? I wish I could play Kazoo now. Oh, yeah.
1: Apparently, he, it, I don't think it's actually, it may not actually be too difficult. Like, I mean, the main thing is that as long as you can sing and get the tones Easy, right. Yep. Um, well, he, that's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> so most of them, like we said, are the kind of these Brady, the Brady Bunch yeah. type thing. You know, you see a Jimmy Fallon kind of copy yeah. that. Um, but occasionally he'll do other sorts of like little skits and things you know Pokemon was a little before yeah. your time? Yeah. But you recognize the, the song right away, right? Yep. This I love this particular video. You have to go. The, the podcast obviously can't do yeah. it justice. But what I love about this one is he's doing his basic.
0: He usually d-
1: does kind of a bust type shot. But uh, this one, he just plays it up to the max. Yeah, he's like, having
0: a lot of fun.
1: Tons of green screen, tons of different kind of looks for it. And he's totally into the songs. Really. Yes, he. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: So Zukuji, his uh, his uh, kazoo theme is called Kazu'd. <laughs> 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 but he does a couple other uh, covers with with that don't feature kazoo. So nice. If you like video game music or anime music, check it out. So there you he, go. He, has he
0: done? Has he done um... What what cult, cruel angel thesis or whatever from the end? That'd be great in Kazoo, wouldn't? It? That w- that would be cool. Do-do-do-do. No, I'm trying
1: to think the 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 anime that's really hot right now is One Punch Man, which I okay. haven't watched yet. But it,
0: it seems like he that you know what he's going to do <laughs> punch you one time.
1: <laughs> it's I guess it's sort of a Shonen comedy type okay. thing. I mean, but anyway, um. And I think I think you did. Uh, what's the other big one right now? It's like
0: Ava, but not. Not like or the the Attack on Titan. Yeah, that's what it is. Which i not seen, but yeah, I hear it's horribly depressing and yeah, basically. Tough, yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it yet.
1: My sister says is...
0: I should give it a try, but yeah, this is this is quite enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> See, Zach has probably stopped listening at this point. Because okay? <laughs> we're just talking about the music. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, go go hunt down these. These will be in the show notes, right? Yes. Well, and
1: actually, that reminds me. I actually put together a playlist of, I think all of them are on YouTube. Oh, so nice. Check out our show notes. And I, I'm going to leave the playlist unlisted because it wouldn't really make much sense on our channel. Yeah. But that's going to be all on there for you to check out. Nice. Only question uh, I have is, what's... Now that we've heard some of these what is what's a song that should get the internet treatment like of should some get the inter- internet treatment some mm. really interesting version of it at least
0: hmm there's a lot of good songs for that
1: mm-hmm. um and and what and I guess the question to go with it is what what do you uh well, want play on how do you
0: get it played on yeah
1: i I, f- I feel like I'd love to hear a weird i'll do an all accordion version sometime of, of- I don't know anything. <laughs> I mean, he does, he does. He does his his accordion medleys all the a time. A lot,
0: yeah, which are quite entertaining. Yes. I'm wrong. See, I don't know because they've done a lot of the famous stuff. I, yeah. You know, all, what my wheelhouse is a lot of noble two sort of stuff. But like, I I found the other day a Cantina band done in electro swing style, which was pretty awesome. That would be cool. Now I wonder if you could do some sort of tank in some sort of bizarre. Oh, tank Cal- from Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Yeah. But what do you do, you know? I don't know that cuz that song is so distinctly swing. Yeah. It would be But You difficult. could do it in some sort of uh uh I mean what 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 happened like uh, metal maybe? Yeah, what, or what like hard rock? Some hard rock. Yeah. Look it up. I bet. Oh man. Yeah, it's a good idea. Tank and you know like you know death metal tank. <laughs> well, I'll
1: have to be specific what I type in here because I'm sure there's actually some actual like well, put, put song. Take, of, put about, tank
0: with the explanation mark. Yeah, that's the official title. Tank and uh, then heavy metal cowboy bebop. Heavy metal. Because yeah, people
1: do all kinds of stuff. Do all kinds of stuff. Not seeing that though. Just bringing up heavy metal queen, which is the name of an episode. Oh, uh, yeah, you're cowboy right.
0: Bebop. That's true.
1: I didn't thought about that.
0: Um, there's uh, there's tank on floppy drives. <laughs> really? Let's hear that real quick. Okay, let's let's play that. On, that's complicated on floppy drives. <laughs> that's not easy. Well, I don't know, I want to know. That's a nothing really is either. easy. But
1: yeah. we got an ad for this. This is why. This is another reason why yeah. I downloaded it. So yeah. you don't have to worry
0: about ads. Let's see. What other good song would there be? Some sort of real rousing, like something they're very triumphant. Uh Indiana Jones theme. Indiana, Indiana Jones theme would be fun to do in some like uh that one might be the guy who I said did did uh minor versions. You might have minor you, I, version I think you
1: did might have done That a would minor be an interesting thing.
0: We've played on here for soundtracks the like Zelda theme done on beer bottles, haven't we?
1: Yeah, the uh, Zelda Heidenkin. Yeah. Yeah, that we did that. Did at we some do we do the cell
0: phone one too from nine? Yeah, yeah, we did the one with the, oh, the were, were those Fantasy. the same episode? Fantasy. I don't think oh, that'd so. That'd be interesting. Um hmm I'm trying to think of a, a semi-famous song that's probably not been done too much. But, you know, there's something like Star Wars been done a million times. Oh, yeah. All over the place. In every style imaginable.
1: I wonder if there's, like, a, a turkey in the straw or, ver- like, heavy metal version.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that one pretty.
1: might be, though, because that's, you know, very... St- any of those string heavy ones, yeah. they translate well back and forth from... Yeah. All right, let's see if this will play here. Oh, this one added some background... Stuff.
0: that's pretty impressive though mm-hmm.
1: okay overplaying yep. this first intro bit oh. it's probably the
0: easiest part to do <laughs> yeah, it's it hard after that um <laughs> oh we got some buffering areas here okay let's see what other good Okay, well, since we See, know we, it's- we need to, like, you know something like, you know, since it's, we had a Star Wars episode, do something like, um, do all the fates, but, like, with, like, those Catholic children's choirs? <laughs> like, real, like, formal, like, not... Not as excited, more like... Not, not epic, but just, like, take you know, Take the... Like, uh, chanty, like...
1: Yeah, or you take the uh, rhythm down a yeah, little, a little like, bit. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, like, remove the rhythm from it and yeah, that make it work. more, like... Church Like with an organ
1: On the flip side of that with I was also organ. thinking When <laughs> you first said Duel of Fates For some reason I started thinking Like like some sort of Not not percussion But the uh, Like when, when you're doing or Not even bongos Like what's What do they call it When you do Like the cups The oh, cups thing yeah, I don't know um, There's some sort of, Some sort of rhythm thing Like that Yeah some sort of rhythm thing Like very tropical sounding
0: <laughs> Like a Like a calypso sort of Yeah
1: like a calypso Steel kind of drum deal.
0: sort of deal Yeah That'd be awesome Like a reggae version Yeah I don't know how you can make it regular, but maybe we could. It'd be kind of awesome. It'd be it'd be really different. <laughs> it would be very different. I'm brought back in the cowboy bebop here a little dun, bit. Dun, 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 dun. I'd like the song in every you know, there's certain songs that it don't care what they play it on, it's yeah. still
1: awesome. Yep, yeah, pretty much. I mean the the main ingredients are still there.
0: Yeah. It just has energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could slow it down ridiculously and and then turn it into it, something it, completely different
1: it, you know which and they do that sort of thing in OC remakes sometimes sometimes you'll get like a really like chill version of a Mega Man theme
0: yeah or like i mean that's what maze do half the time i don't know he did a i think it was an echo, it was echo like i think it was a plock song and he like slowed it like down like 400% or something like that it's like it's all like completely <laughs> different than like the judges <laughs> said they they would not even have guessed it was the same song apparently <laughs> but he does that kind of weird stuff oh that's great All right, well, we should wrap this up. Yeah, we should wrap this up. Okay, well, I think some lady just came in the door and... Wow, that is a lot of hair. That is, you know. That is is crazy. It's going to get really dirty on this floor.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, Well, first off, uh, we mentioned the show notes earlier, um, and where could we find those? On the
0: internet. Oh, okay, at deriltrainsofthought.blogspot.com. That's our main site. You've done that joke before.
1: Well, yeah, but... (laughs) We're also on... uh You can subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube. Another feature special for this episode, and Nick doesn't know about this yet. No, I do not, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I'm leaving the the playlist for that unlisted, but I've added some playlists, a playlist for each of our soundtracks, basically. Oh. So there's now a playlist for all of Nick's soundtracks and Ooh, all of nice. my soundtracks. That'd be
0: interesting to see kind of the... I mean, we had that one... um Turn on the radio collection for the fiftieth, but the interest <laughs> is just kind of the, the, the range or not range. Yeah, actually play through it all. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, there's there's you? lots of maze dude on uh, next list. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> mine, <laughs> mine has lots of uh, Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy, but Arts. but the, but there's, there's so good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, There's probably a few that are missing that are not on YouTube, but most of them are are there. Like so. you, like do you get the the Home Star? Um, yeah bio screen song yeah the loading screen oh, that's
0: on YouTube now isn't it Probably.
1: yeah although strangely enough not that song like they've lo- uploaded a lot of their stuff but oh, really not that song not that song
0: but someone else had oh well good so it's it's there okay so so you need to come, come subscribe leave us, con- leave us comments leave us uh, reviews on iTunes and if you, would. And if you listen
1: through to through our soundtracks playlist just say derail trains of thoughts at me yeah and then people will be like what is that I must go find out
0: and you can also you can tell us which ones you love, don't love. Uh, Zach, you can't comment. Um, uh, yeah. You
1: have to keep in there that this episode was sponsored by oh, yeah, the, ATA Excellence.
0: ATA Excellence, yes, exactly. <laughs> he does not know yet, but he wrote a check to us secretly um, <laughs> for large amounts of money. All so, right. anyways. Tim, Tim, give us our soundtrack. Okay, for about. my for my soundtrack. Because we haven't had enough music this episode.
1: Yes. Uh, well, I, I thought I seriously thought for a minute about about uh, including a sugo G at the end, but I figured uh, he probably wants people to go. He actually did release some album, Bandcamp stuff. So I should point point people to that and stick with something from OC remix. This is from uh, one of my go-to remixers, Kate the Great 19, aka Arutan. Um it's remixed from the game Dark Cloud and the song from Dark Cloud is The Village Festival. So I haven't played this game but I'm guessing that's another case where basically they go to a festival and the game soundtrack just kind of mixes in with what would characters would probably be normally hearing anyway. Yeah. Um, but this remix is called Round the Bonfire and it's very it's classic Keith the Great. That's that's all you can say about yeah. it. Classic Keith the Great 19. So Hope you enjoy, and uh, I think they're. I think we're gonna get into our own song and dance number right here. Yeah.
0: All right. I'm ready for that. Let's right. do it. Let's Man. do it. All right, guys. Well, you have fun while we go sing and dance over here. This has been Nick. And this is Tim. Bye. Farewell. So long. I'll be the same.